Hi everyone. Uh, welcome to Yelai, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us uh, the founders of Buy My Jewel, uh, Mr. Bupendra Kapure and uh, Mr. Rajat Kaur. Uh, hi, Rajat and Bupendra. Welcome to Yelai. Hello. Good morning and happy birthday. I would uh, request uh, both of you to introduce yourself to our audience. Uh, I would start with uh, Bupendra. Yeah. Uh, so I started my entrepreneurship journey say five years back. I uh, started with a company named as Carbizo and it was in B2B uh, cab aggregation domain. It was in Bangalore. Uh, after working for a while, I realized that the marketed market in this domain is quite, you know, closely fought and there are two uh, big players who have already done a lot of investment. Uh, at the same time, I got in touch with my uh, old friends, Mr. Rajat and Mr. Chiburuvan, and we were discussing the idea of, uh, you know, uh, how to uh, make the jewelry industry organized. Uh, since Mr. Gaur uh, comes from a jewelry background, we had fair idea of how, you know, how it works, and we started discussing over it, how to make it better. And that's why uh, we started Vimagin four and a half years back. And it has been a tremendous journey since then. Over to you, uh, Rajat. Uh, soon after uh, completing my engineering days, uh, I came back to my hometown and uh, ventured into, you know, uh, jewelry trading business. And uh, from there on, you know, um, uh, I felt there are, there were a lot of pain points in the industry. Uh, one of them, you know, the key pain point uh, which Bhupendra also mentioned was, you know, how unorganized the industry is. And apart from that, you know, uh, I think during the interview, we'll also, you know, uh, come along with a couple of challenges that we might have faced. Uh, in last four years, uh, as again Bupin mentioned, uh, we uh, collaborated and uh, you know started this biomedical journey, uh, a B two B real jewelry e commerce startup. And uh, you know, in particular, <laughs> there is nothing much you know to add on. So as you said, you know, as the uh, questionnaire will go on, and you know, we may add up to it. Okay. Uh, now I would like to understand what is buy my, my jewel. Uh, you want to uh, tell us uh, who, what is the company about uh, in detail? Uh, what is the kind of traction you have got as a company? Uh, it's a B2B real jewelry assisted e-commerce platform, basically. It, and it's India's first B2B startup in real jewelry segment. Uh, it's uh, more about, you know, uh, you can call it a hybrid marketplace model where, you know, there are sellers, there are buyers. Uh, there are, you know, in the market, um, as I was saying, uh, there are quality issues, uh, one of the pain points. Then uh, there is this uh, issue of choice. Uh, uh, then uh, the uh, market itself is quite unorganized in a sense that, you know, a lot of uh, gray economy, you know, become part of the jewelry sector. And uh, uh, then there are customization related challenges. So we wanted to address all that. Now, currently, we are a team of some um, 35 plus uh, um, team members. And uh, 
you know uh, we have compartmentalized all these uh, uh, you know uh, workloads into like let's say uh, sales and marketing and then finance and you know then there is this back end and uh, we are trying to deliver uh, best quality products to the retailers in the market so that you know the end consumer can benefit from it and get the best out of you know um, let's say uh, currently we are positioned um, and we are majorly focused in tier 3 4 markets so uh, the end consumers sitting in those markets can get a hold on, hold on when as well the end consumer can benefit a lot and at the same time the retailers are getting the best quality product at a very competitive pricing at their doorsteps so uh, i think uh, uh, if bupin wants to add you know yeah. uh, so see the, i mean before uh, we come to the benefits of how we are working the major question was how should we promote e-commerce in a business uh, which is high value and the e-commerce model doesn't exist in this industry and why would somebody buy a very high value product which is very design specific from us so there are a lot of issues that needs to be addressed number one was trust why should somebody put say a, a major amount say 10 lakh rupees worth of jewelry why should he buy from us when he hasn't seen us you know uh, with traditional uh, e-commerce players who are offering into small ticket sites people are still ready to take the risk but in the market where we were working uh, we are, we were still a unknown player so kind of trust issue was one second was service delivery i mean the kind of markets we are serving that uh, like we have said we are delivering into tier 3 and tier 4 markets where internet penetration itself is a issue and we wanted to deliver our jewelry with a insured shipment into these markets so these are the operational challenges number three was technological challenges like i said internet is a issue apart from that having a application which shows them real time jewelry and then having those retailers trained on this is another challenge so the journey till now was i mean full of challenges uh, we are uh, delighted and we are we are thankful that we got a team who is uh, you know well equipped to take these challenges and journey till now was not uh, you know very smooth but it was uh, i mean every now and then we have overcome a small challenge every now and then okay interesting um now uh, tell us how did uh, both of you come together what is the common linkage you had uh, before starting this venture so rajat sir uh, would you like to uh actually uh, uh miss shuchi and uh, bhupen were uh, college friends uh during the uh, b school time in symbiosis pune and uh, you know we all were mutual friends and uh, when the thought of uh, incubating uh, biomajual came into our mind uh, the first name that striked us was to you know figure out what he's into and uh, even in the early days of his uh, college times you know he tried his hands on uh, some uh, you know uh, uh, you can say uh, jo uh, he has this entrepreneurship uh, kind of stuff in his um, going through him 
so uh, we wanted to uh, you know know what he is into currently and uh, at that time as he mentioned as well he was into a startup called turbizo uh, but um, when uh, we called him up and you know he was very much willing and you know it started as a venture started three friends all together and uh, you know just things rolled on aur wahan se shuru hota chala gaya okay um now uh, coming to the uh, financial aspect of it uh, when you start a venture uh, you need some seed capital how did you arrange the initial round of funds uh, to build this venture kiranjan we invested some 20 lakh rupees into the venture we kept trying to uh, have a minimum burn uh, a couple of years went into the experimentation phase basically uh, in first two years we can say that we were trying to figure out what would be the business model actually and uh, and we were trying to uh, keep the burn at a minimum so that you know we didn't expanded our team size we didn't invest a lot in the tech uh, the, the more we could know about the business the more we could know about our client was our top notch priority we had to know the seller and the buyer side and uh, once you know uh, we got a very fair idea of you know how the market works and how how you know what would be the pricing and uh, you know we made some business transaction in first two years and uh, when we figured out that uh, uh, i think uh, you know this would be the model and this is the uh, way forward uh, we also got hold of one strategic partner who poured in some money and um, uh, i think uh, from there on uh, the focus is uh, majorly on you know bringing revenue on board and uh, try to be profitable as soon as possible and i think in next couple of months uh, the company would be in a self sustainable mode so we invested a very bare minimum capital and uh, uh, i think uh, currently we have a run rate of around uh, 35 crores in this financial year alone so we are growing uh, by 3 to 4 times every year and uh, trying to bring profitability on board so that you know uh we can then use that money to invest majorly in tech and on our scalability yes so like you know it happens in relay race you don't run very fast in first two three laps because you just wanted to know what is happening around so exactly what we yes. did we built some connections from vendor side we have you know expanded into uh known territories unknown territories into different markets into rural areas we had three four towns we got to know what they exactly want uh, though we had some bare uh, some fair idea of uh, what they want because the visit fee is also from the same field but you know it's not uniform across uh, the up and it's not across uh, uniform across the regions where we operate so we got to know uh, with uh, you know little bit of experiment uh, what which products do well and how do we you know uh, shape our product strategy so first three four years went to this and like i said uh the game was more of a trust so uh, we had to garner some traction before we can you know speed up the the cash burn so in last one year then uh, we realized that we have done enough onboarding in terms of retailers in terms of vendors and then we invested in tech 
and the tech is uh, up and running for last one years and we have been getting tremendous response from all the sectors be it from vendors be it from retailers be it from you know uh, anybody else who is associated with us uh, so uh, now it's the time for us right where you said well, now it is time for us to uh, make uh, the churn the profit and uh, turn into a greener company in terms of uh, financial uh, okay uh now i would like to understand a bit on the team building part uh, i i understand that you have built a good team uh, under you uh, which is uh, uh, which is often called as the core team in any startup uh, i'd like to understand what kind of people you have onboarded uh, 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 to your venture uh, and how did you, how do you go about uh, uh, while hiring um, um, any new person on board what is the typical procedure you follow uh, 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 to shortlist them or to bring them on board see our industry is still a closure one so a lot of things uh, still come from references so suppose we want uh, people uh, with a very specific competency Uh, like counter operations, so we still source people from our references. Uh, that is even you know a small part of our uh, hiring strategy. Uh, some of our hired are uh, you know very good professionals. They come from very good industry backgrounds. Like our creative director is coming from Balaji Telefilm. Uh, another photographer, lead photographer, is also coming from the same company. So there are professionals who are also coming and joining us. Uh, so apart from reference i think we uh, people based on their attitude more than the skill so uh, because we uh, i mean firmly believe that uh, attitude will uh, take them miles away while the skills can be developed uh, having said that uh, we also understand and value that the performance is the supreme criteria for anybody's appraisal so time and again we keep on doing appraisals and we also keep in mind that on uh, appraisal are based on not only on attitude but also on their uh, shown uh, skills rajesh ji would you like to add on it uh, as bhupen rightly said uh, i would say that we have been pretty fortunate to get hold on certain professional who were from the industry uh, basically and most importantly on the creative side uh but at the same time uh, the focus are on two things related to hiring number one is uh improving the count with uh, you know disciplined uh, hiring and uh, number two is uh, improving the productivity uh as uh, sir said that you know the focus while on hiring is more on the attitude but at the same time in every vertical and sub vertical we are trying to uh, groom the team and uh, try to figure out that you know we can get hold on one admin who can uh, uh, be accountable and take the complete responsibility to lead that vertical so uh, biomajuel and the uh, the entire co-founders team everybody is trying to make sure that every vertical is being led by uh one admin so that you know uh, the co-founders can more and more focus on the strategy part rather than on uh, you know looking at the execution of the things so and uh, this strategy is paying well off i think uh, in every vertical be it sales or marketing or finance or dispatch or logistics or creative side even in the sales team uh, you know uh, we have admins at every uh, you know nooks and corners 
and uh, this is helping us a lot in uh, focusing more on the strategy part of the company correct okay. so you know we call these admins as, as our pillars so in each and every department we have our pillars who are basically responsible for growing the the subjected area okay okay um now tell us uh, what is the vision i i understand uh, you have got good amount of traction and uh, the business has become sustainable uh, uh, now uh, having said that i would like to know what is the vision forward what is the ultimate venture or the product you want to build out of by my jewel Bhupendra, would you like to elaborate on that? Yeah. So, see, the vision is to uh, grow and become the ultimate need for our end customers. So, our end customers are basically jewelers. So, we want to be their preferred choice, most preferred choice in terms of pricing, in terms of service delivery, in terms of quality. And thereby doing that, we want to, uh, you know, grow the entire ecosystem of jewelry. like we initially mentioned that this is this entire jewelry sector is much more unorganized so there are lot of players who we don't see uh, uh, very often like there are carriers there are small time semi wholesalers there are small time retailers who are doing a very good job uh, in their uh, you know individual capacity for the entire value chain but uh, due to lack of various reasons i mean the lack of, lack of capital lack of uh, skills lack of you know uh, access to good advice they are not able to contribute meaningfully number one number two they are not able to contribute in terms of uh, you know taxable income so uh, most of their uh, earning is going into uh, say black economy so we want to uh, kind of uh, organize this sector and by thereby doing it we also wanted to become the most preferred choice for all of the retailers so as he said number one would be mainstream transition of uh, of the buyer side uh, number two would be uh, to build a tech enabled ecosystem where we are connected with uh, more than 10000 jewelers uh, number three would be uh, you know uh, to uh, make the flow of inventory more streamlined uh, from seller to buyer and offer uh, best quality uh, jewelry and services uh, and number 4 would be you know to even reach out to the last mile end consumer uh, who can then buy from uh, a buy my jewel designated jeweler and uh, get the best uh, quality and best pricing uh, jewelry uh, from uh, that particular counter okay uh what are the challenges you have faced so far while uh, building and growing uh, this venture mindset mindset is one of the you know foremost challenge i think uh, that we are facing uh as uh, somebody rightly said mind is not the problem mindset is so mindset is one of the problem uh people are not tech savvy uh in the market where we are positioned basically the tier 3 4 markets where as sir said the internet itself is a problem uh, but uh, people mindset you know takes them away from uh, using any kind of tech or app to place orders and to you know showcase the jewelry to the end consumer so 
uh, one would be the mindset second is uh, people are not tech savvy third is you know the market deals in lot of gray so they face a lot of problem while doing online transactions uh, banking transactions they would prefer cash routes so uh, you know third is as i said uh, you know to make them work as per the books raising uh, well equipped sales power sales manpower you know uh, we when we want people to work in tsc and tfo uh, we usually do not get that kind of talent which you know which is uh, very much required for the success of any organization i mean if we want to uh, source good manpower at say tier 1 or tier 2 level we still get a hold of it but for tier 3 and tier 4 getting a very good motivated manpower who is able to you know communicate the company's values uh, is still a kind of challenge though we try to fulfill uh, the gap by a very good training module in house developed training module but i still feel i mean uh, it would have been better if we would have access to a such a good uh, say uh, manpower resource pool so these are another two challenges which i would like to add Uh, i have many more questions but due to time constraint i'll just limit it to one and this is kind of my uh, the crux of the discussion tell us to the young entrepreneurs out there who are listening to this uh, episode tell us uh, what are the interesting lessons you have learned as an entrepreneur uh, i'll ask uh, both of you to answer this uh, by in turn uh, first i would like to start with uh, rajat uh one thing that comes to my mind is you know most of the startups thing yeah, or somebody you know uh, who want to start up is uh, you know uh, they focus more and more on from where will they arrange the funds from where will the money come into the picture and how can they get invested and you know get the all that you know money on board from day one and uh, how do we start if we don't have that kind of budget the idea is too big and all that stuff so uh, my message to all the upcoming entrepreneurs would be that you know uh, don't focus on that aspect uh, from day one the most important thing is you know uh, help comes in the way when you uh, when you get going and uh, you need to focus more on the planning and the execution part you need to focus more on to the you know uh, build a team that's more important and once you get some traction some run rate on board once you once you you know actually uh, pass through this ideation phase uh, that would be a wise time when you can focus more and more on uh, you know uh, look for fundraising and all that stuff so uh, many would be entrepreneurs uh, don't start their journey because they focus more on what they don't have and they are not focusing actually on what they can do with the idea that they have so uh, my message to them would be you know just get going uh, uh, understand the pain points of the market start building a team uh, chalk out your execution plan execute it well you know you can get a lot of strategic mentorship from you know different different quarters but ultimately it is you who has to execute it well and uh, once a disciplined execution is on uh, roll you know i don't think that uh fundraising would be a concern at all in fact if you can build a sustainable or a profitable business i don't think uh, you know you would even require that kind of fundraising you know to maybe uh, while uh, you know scaling it up maybe while expanding you may seek out for that but 
you got to build a solid company first before you know you can uh, reach out to anybody who can take interest in your company Okay. Very well summarized. Uh, I think we, because we all work on the same philosophy, I think these are the same points that I would like to, you know, emphasize upon. Uh, again, in a different words, I would say uh, that uh, a lot of people uh, think very much about the idea and how to, you know, uh, what are the kind of challenges that we will be facing. So they they spend a lot of time in starting up. Uh, my advice would be. Uh, just to you know, uh, not think too much about what could be the future of our uh, industry next ten years. Instead of that, we just need to think of what could be the possible solution for next three to four years. That would uh, like uh, what could be the possible solution for medium time frame. And if we are able to provide a solution for medium term time frame, I think by the time we'll be looking for a longer horizon, we will be looking for a longer time. Time uh, horizon, we would have come up with a better solution. But the emphasis would be to start, to start effectively. So, like Rajesh said, uh, uh, you know, build your tech, build your uh, team. Most importantly, build your team, and pay uh, much more focus on systems and processes and how do we are going to expand and uh, earn revenue. Uh, a lot of times, I have seen people who, you know. Complain too much about absence of tech. See, uh, again, texting tech uh, is a secondary thing. First of all, you need to have a, a viable business model, and if it is in place, and uh, we think that we'll be able to churn some revenue, then tech comes as a helping. But tech tech cannot be the sole performer of the of any business model. So we need to understand that. And uh, like Rajasthan said. Uh, raising a very good team is far more essential than anything. Okay. Uh, on this note, I'd like to close this session. I must say it was a great pleasure to host both of you uh, here at ELI, uh, and our audience would have got a good lessons from this video. Uh, thanks for your time, Ajit and uh, Bhupendra. Uh, 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 that is it from my side, uh, and uh, my best wishes for uh, by my jewel. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Priyavendan. Thanks a lot. Uh, viewers and listeners, uh, do connect with uh, Rajat and Bhupendra on LinkedIn. Uh, that is it for today's episode. We'll be back with another exciting entrepreneur. Stay tuned to ELI.